Hey, hey, what's going on? This is Deshambe with Never Tie Podcast. I got a special guest today, RJ. This is the real treat. Check it out. Much wisdom to come. Enjoy. Never Tie Podcast. Oh my, oh my, my goodness, I can't believe it. Hey, you guys, you're dealing with Deshaun Bay at Never Tired Podcast. And you know what? I got somebody special here today. His name is RJ, the man of the hour. What's going on? How are you doing? All right, Deshaun Bay. How are you? Never tired. <laughs> Never tired podcast. I'm feeling good. You know, God is good. But you know, it's it's just an amazing thing to be able to have a wonderful conversation with you and i just feel truly blessed today to be able to discuss many things with you and i want to have these ongoing topics plenty of times down the road so hey whatever you know what i'm giving you the floor you're the elder you're the one who got the wisdom that i'm trying to learn from and everything of that nature go ahead talk to me what is the first thing you would like to actually start out with well the first thing i would like to start off with is belief mm-hmm I don't want to hurt anyone, so I'll say it like this here. What does a person believe? It doesn't have to be about religion. It has to be about marriage. It could be about family. It could be about a job. It could be about a situation. You want to go according to what you believe. So belief is what I want to talk about. Wonderful, wonderful. Again, you guys, this is Never Tired and my, ho- my my guest today, the one that I'm so happy to speak with, I'll give you more background as we continue to go on. This is RJ, man of many words that got great wisdom and yet few at the same time. Please continue. All right. First thing, when you have belief, I truly believe. <laughs> Isn't that something I said when you have belief, I truly believe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> belief is a, a strange entity. It's, yes. a, it's a moment of expression. Expression your deepest caring, your deepest concerns about something that want to occur. And what's important about that, who it makes you all to be. Who are you? It's based exactly. on your belief of your family, the belief in your children, the belief in your grandchildren, the belief in your spouse. You believe in the one you believe that made you who you are. It could be God. It could be the spirit. It could be the universe. The point is, what do you believe? Exactly. Now, let me ask you, is it important about what you believe? Because in a sense, like we can believe in rocks. We can believe in plants. We can believe in ourselves. Or is it important to have our belief directed? It is important to have your belief directed as something alive. Mm-hmm. You can't believe in a dog unless you can believe to do more tricks than you wanted to do. True, true. You can't believe in a monkey when you see him climb a tree. You can't do that. So the belief that I'm talking of is the belief and what makes you a human being. Yes, yes. And how to respect others in their respective beliefs. As far as go, the society, the community, you know, the nation of people or the world of people, what do you believe? Do you believe it should be a war? Because there's always war, but man's going to always fight because man wants more because he believes he deserves more. That's that a exactly. disruptive belief 
maturity because you're destroying life. Whether it be human or otherwise, you're still destroying life. So that's not a, a viable belief system. But unfortunately, it still is a belief system for some folks. Not saying that it's right. Yeah. So it is important. So therefore, it is very important what we actually believe. So our belief definitely need to be directed. Now, I remember the times when I would be married, was married. And I believe my wife would cook me breakfast. Yeah. That belief didn't come true all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you right. So I want my feet massage. <laughs> so I had to think of how to believe in the right way to eat. <laughs> I might so I, since I wanted breakfast, I had to learn to cook for myself. Right. And soak your own feet in hot water and Epsom salt. <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't got nobody running my Epsom salt water. <laughs> but the point was made, I believe. And the belief was somebody was going to cook. It turns out to be me, and I had a belief. <laughs> <laughs> well, you appreciated yourself, and that's a beautiful thing, at least that. <laughs> right? You appreciated yourself. I definitely thank myself for eating the food that I made. <laughs> right? I think there's a song I thank myself out there. <laughs> thank, my- thank you. <laughs> now, wow. this is there is a difference between believing and believing and faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, I may be quoting the Bible first. Mm-hmm. It's reality. Yeah. So we don't have to take it in a religious way. It's reality. You believe right. something, but you have faith that's going to come. You don't know how, but you know it's gonna come. That's your faith in yourself. Mm-hmm. Understand what you believe so that you can take yes. for it to appear. Exactly. No, I, I I agree. I I definitely agree. I know that we as people, you know, we was created to worship and if we're doing the right things and you know like you said not believing in monkeys and dogs <laughs> you know we we got a good chance here <laughs> and you know what you know and you know what i'm gonna say yeah. to you as well what was interesting about the moment of belief and faith the shambe had a belief system mm-hmm. the system committed to podcast never tired but he had a faith in having in having a guess so he, his, his faith was fulfilled through his belief. And what he had to do was work. He did do his, he did do his walking. He walked from Thank one you. place within his belief and he came to another spot into the belief. So he got to the point that he had faith that it would have happened. Now look at us. Or look at him. Exactly. At the point where he interviewed. It manifested. It manifested. I got an interview with RJ, and the it, man of the hour and all the time the one who's been my mentor and given me great advice an absolutely stunning guy a genius in his own right man <laughs> i don't on, even know what on. to say let me, hold i feel on. blessed to even let me move let me hold on let me, let me take my cape off my back and wipe my face 
<laughs> you don't want to take this buttering, huh? You don't want to take this buttering. <laughs> Try to butter you up. You don't want to take this buttering, huh? <laughs> what you saying? I can't believe it ain't butter. I can't believe it ain't butter. <laughs> but it is. I can't believe it ain't butter. <laughs> but he doing something like it, it seems like butter. <laughs> Never say you cannot believe you. Never yeah. put yourself in a situation where you cannot believe. Because all things exactly. are possible for those who have faith. Just believe. And I'm not quoting the Bible. I'm saying it from a personal experience. There was a time in my life I wanted a business. And I believed in that business to the point that I began to yeah, tell us about your exactly. tell us more about your business. So, like, how did you get that started? How did you believe? What was going on at, at that time? Well, yeah, please. I was married at the time. I had a little had a son, young son. And, and I, I worked at the telephone company. Then I worked at a security company. Yeah. Did odd jobs. But when I left the telephone company, I wanted to start working with the, with the telephone company. Because the telephone company hired me to go to all the Michigan Bell, all the Bell companies in the United States was under the umbrella of AT&T. My job, okay, okay. My job was to go around for each bill company after a while and train the managers to train their employees how to do the installations better. Because have really, so you was training, so you was training the managers. How did you get in the position where you were a higher manager? How did you get in the position to be actually train manager? When I, when AT and T started me out in this and I began doing things that was unseen for a person that my age to do. I, I was so my mind was so interested where I could understand what was going on with the, the wiring. So they wanted me to so test me on so many different assessments, underground cabling and office cabling. That's when they used now wires me, to connect phones to the phone. Now let me respectfully rudely uh dis- disrupt you for a hot minute. When you said that, you know, you was doing things that not, you know, your age they didn't really see that you could do. Are you referring to because you was very young at that time? I was about uh, 20 years old. Oh, wow. Okay, so I completely get it. So they kind of underestimated you, but you had the knowledge. Years old. Yeah. yeah. This okay, is but you had the knowledge. Yeah, I had the knowledge. I didn't have then you, you had a gift. Please, please continue. You had the gift. Please continue. Thank you. So as mm-hmm. time went on, they had, then they found out I was good at all the type of wiring that they wanted to wanted to see if I could do and I did and understood what the color code was so they started hiring me to do to go to different bill companies to train their managers so the managers okay employees because they were having a bad problem with wiring and their customers and they didn't like that wow number one telephone company in the world and here in the United wow. States so after a while I thought with my I thought into myself and I said hmm I'm doing this for AT&T. Maybe if I start my own business, I could be a, a subcontractor. Well, they didn't want to pay me as a subcontractor. They want to pay me $25 an hour to work for them. I didn't want that. So I didn't, I didn't do it. I went and started my own Some company. of us might have, down. I might have said, bring me on. <laughs> yeah. I figured if they, if they could pay $25 an hour for me working as a sub, as, a, as, a, as an employee, they could pay me thousands of dollars per hour as a company. They didn't want to that means that. you knew your you knew your worth. You yeah, knew your worth. I knew. Thank you so much for saying that. Mm-hmm. And I my pleasure. My pleasure. I, I enjoyed. And the thing was, I had a young son. 
So we started out walking. He had to be about eight years old. Yeah. I started walking when I was eight years old. You know, just with my dad and going out to different places. And my grandpa, some things about what they did that been growing up. So I said, come on, son, a walk. <laughs> hey, we, I bet he was started. tired of that. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was like, man, come on. There ain't enough jack of the box in the world. <laughs> it ain't enough bird king in the world. <laughs> I can't get enough cavities on this man. <laughs> ain't even worth the cavity, homie. He was always saying, Dad, I'm tired. Just a little for And what we were doing, what I was yeah. doing, was now flyers to businesses mm-hmm. in the homes. Yeah. His son saw me talk to the, talk to the people. And he saw how mm-hmm. I made sure they was that I was very professional and had respect for them and, and what they were doing. Well, so you was teaching them. So you was teaching. You was you was teaching at a young age. You know, a son how to network with businesses yeah, yeah. and other people. How to you know to deal with that in- intellect? Because I know you said something before about you know you emulated at times before successful people. So you like incorporated all that in and was able to basically physically and visually show your son thank you and you're right so mm-hmm. you're so right and what was interesting yeah. about it that had my son with me so it really motivated mm-hmm. me as well because i wanted him to know you don't have to live by somebody else's standards you can create your own standard of living and it's out here True. show me how you can do this watch me i didn't believe that would fail i knew that was my see that was my faith in itself that was my faith and my belief was when yeah. son to be with me, so he, I believe he would speak up from this and grow himself into something better than what he is. It was, it was this defined kind of person in the life that he would have in the future. And he did pay attention. He didn't like it. He was always hungry. He was always tired. Yeah. He was a child. What else was he going to do? Well, and I knew that. Exactly. Somebody's being... Yeah, it's like a child growing up and getting ready to become a pro athlete. They don't always like all the push-ups and the weights and the exercises and the way they got to eat to become something. Sometimes that ain't always, you know, glory. Sometimes it's like, I don't even want to come out and practice today. And, you know, they do that because it pays off in the long run. So as I build up my customer base or my my client base, I started in California, went to Ohio, went to Chicago, and then I ended up in Michigan, back home in Michigan. That's where I found out the Detroit Board of Education was looking for independent contractors, minority contractors. To so was that is that where you're originally from? Is Detroit, Michigan? Is that where you're originally from? I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's where you was born. Okay. So I'm born my family and brothers, sisters, mother and father. Okay, okay. So what happened was when I finally got home, I had an idea. I came at the right time because they put the. the um, Detroit Public School System were looking for a minority contractor. I applied for and bid for the contract. I won the contract. Okay. I became the primary contractor. What cool. I did as becoming the primary contractor, I hired all people that were either homeless, on drugs, or alcohol. I hired the people that that by the by society. And the reason why I did I, that. Because God spoke to me through the Spirit of the Lord, uh-huh. 
He said, these are the people that I want you to hire. I had no word mm. I did what God said. And each one of those people has driven by, I'll, go, I'll get to that point. So what happened was I became number one. I had the most might, the, the contract that I had in the schools that I had at the time, Detroit had about 777 schools. But my company handled as a primary contract every one of those schools. What we didn't, what we didn't have, the secondary contract, but there was never any work. I, I trained my people well. And my brother was also in the train. He worked with me as well. My brother did under me. Okay. And he worked okay. with me as well. So he helped train the people. So we became one of the in the country. And then for Tucker, and they said public schools stayed out. Then they, and then and then the people that worked for me, even though they were drug addicts at one time, homeless at one time, and uh, and homeless and uh, homeless at that homeless, homeless drug addicts, hungry and alcoholics, they were none of them had. They were wearing suits, going to office jobs because I showed them how to live. I gave them a chance when nobody else did. God said, "Go out and get those people out there that are not doing anything." It's like he was. That's what I'm talking. He said about go That's out what I'm talking. The hungry. And bring them in so we can feed them, take care of them. He asked the same question. Over 12, he told me the same thing. Go get these people. They're the ones that need you. And they built up my company. And I, God is good. So that's that's how my business succeeded. It was for the help of the living God. And also, wow. my faith. My faith in who he is, my faith in that I can get it done. <clears throat> and a faith in knowing that the higher will do the right thing, and they did. And no mishap. I did what the Lord said, and He came through. Well, He's already there. That's what I'm talking about. Oh my goodness gracious! I mean, but um, let let me say, what if you can put something together in like nine words and less? You know, just speaking on your business part right now. Um, we know the faith in God and believing. What would be something that you can kind of somewhat say that you think would be, in a sense, kind of quick and easy and catchy? Because you know how we is nowadays, we practically have less attention than a goldfish. What could you say, you know, to kind of wrap that part up about your life, your business, the success you had? Because understanding you had multi good dollars of a contract that was happening for you. What would you tell somebody about that belief and knowing that that it can happen? Assess yourself, have faith in yourself, have faith in knowing there is a God and He loves you and He is alive. And also believe in people. If you don't believe in people, believe in the men, the person that made the people. And leave and go by your first thought. Your you know first what? Thought always is the Spirit of the Lord talking to you. You know, what I like about what you said is that you, you know, there's a discrimination out here with black, white, different races and other things of that nature, Asian, Hispanics, you know, all kinds of stuff, East Indians, anything you can think of, Arabs, Iranians, the whole nine yards. What you did was is that you did something that most people wouldn't have done. Most people wouldn't have hired somebody who was a drunk. Somebody wouldn't have hired somebody who was on drugs or homeless or on the, you know, had a situation that wasn't too, you know, beautified. You took those people unstable. You you took those unstable people that the Lord blessed you in your heart to call out, and you gave them an opportunity. Can I ask you? Did anyone from that opportunity that you have given have they moved on or did anything different, or are they doing something with their life? Well, the people. Or, I mentioned before, 
Are you and those that I didn't meet years, years later? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was just wondering: Are you still in touch with those people, or do you know what's going on? Oh no, I'm not in touch with them. <clears throat> no, I, I only seen a couple, about three of the people, and they were and there were three guys. I had most of men working with me. How did, and they were working and they had their suits on and they were thanking me for the job that I gave. I didn't recognize them. They recognized me. So you was a... And they said, so God used you. I was a catalyst in their growth. Yeah, That's a catalyst about, in their growth. I was just about to say, well, you said it better than I could have said it because I was going to say it so God used you to help them out as a stepping stone. Yeah, same thing. Exactly. And you know what? You, what you, I still like the word catalyst better. <laughs> <laughs> wow you know what I mean? I'm going to be the catalyst for you than the stone but at the same time like you said it's the same thing <laughs> it just sounds better I'm just, I'm, I'm just going with the I'm just, I'm just going with the decoration <laughs> wow that's amazing that, that, that is truly amazing that you was able to do that and start your own business and be successful and, 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 and I want your audience to understand this it was an uphill battle because I was a poor man yeah you know, and what could I do with nothing? What well, what too many rich when I applied for, when I applied for the contract, my grandfather was who's a dead who is dead now, he encouraged me. And that helped me more than anything. Him and my grandmother encouraged me. No matter what I went through, they was always there like my mother and dad, my mother and father. They encouraged me. And that kept me going because I had a stable place to live and I had and I had, and I had, and I had a backing. My backing was my grandparents. They believed in me. Well, let me ask you. That would help me. Let me ask you a question. And, and again, folks, you listen to Gishan Bay and RJ would never tire podcast. And let me ask you, RJ, um, tell me a little bit about your grandmother and your grandfather. Tell us. Tell us about it, please. Oh, man. The two most exceptional people in the world who are now departed. But my, I call my step grandfather my real grandfather, although he's not my biological, but he was the one that helped me. His name was James. And my grandmother, his wife, is my biological grandmother. They, they loved me to the point they helped me in everything that I needed to do. But the help they gave me was spiritual and wisdom okay they couldn't do much financially although they gave me some financial help but it was just enough for me to live god did the rest and because they were religious because and then because they had a base for a faith faith-based people <clears throat> it didn't matter what religion they worshiped in it was a matter that they were faith-based faith-based people and because of their faith and being based in it, and their faith, they helped me. Although the only thing I know, I just know what the word of the voice of God sounded like to the of the Lord. Yeah, I said, that one I want you to hire. This is the way I want you to do it. And this is another way you should do that. And I listened to every step of the way. And my business became very successful. You know, that's that story. I'm sure touched many people hard. It touched my heart definitely. Um, but I can't leave this out. How did your actual direct mother and father play a role in your life too? Because I know they had a positive role in your life too as well. So, so we won't feel like we're skipping over nobody. 
how did they play that? Well, my father, how he felt about it because they talked to him about it. My mother was happy and she was blessed to have a son who was successful. She, she also she supported me. I'm sure my father supported me. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I do remember now. My father, because he's been dead for a while, but I remember now during that period of time, he supported me because most of his family, on his, my father's side of the family, they were entrepreneurs anyway. Yeah. And when my father saw me not being part of the, the business that they had, but having my own business, he was surprised. And he was shocked. He didn't know how beautiful I was, but, but I started my company on this side, this side of town, which is where his family lived. And he was proud of me. Wow. You know what? No, 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 no. I, all I was going to do was interject and say, Never Tie Podcast again. This is some good stuff. Hey, I got my guest here today, RJ. This is Deshaun Bay talking with you guys as well. Um, this man, I just want to say to everybody, has helped me out in many, many, many tremendous variety of ways. I'm truly blessed to have him here. <laughs> And I'm thankful. So, no, please go ahead. I will just do my little interjection. No, I just wanted to say, I want to say the same thing. I'm very thankful for my son. I'm very thankful for my daughter. I'm very thankful for my grandchildren, my great-grandson. You know, because without the leading and hearing of the Lord's voice, I would not be able to say thank you to any of them for being in my life. And that's one thing I've learned. We must always be thankful for we don't know when our day on this planet ends. Don't mean we're dead, but we are no longer physical. Wow. Thank you. Hey, it's my pleasure. I definitely got to have you back. Um, is there anything, any last words, you know, not last words, but just words until the next words that you would like to be able to oh, yeah. say at this time? Uh, I, I, this is something personal I want to say to you. Okay. That's all. I'm all in. You have any peach cobbler? I'm all in. You have any peach cobbler? No, I ain't got no peach cobbler, but I need some. <laughs> Beat me on that one. <laughs> I ain't got no peach cobbler, but I need some. <laughs> Don't no. give me. I'm going to say this to you all. I really enjoy talking. I'll be back in this time. Hey, but it's my it's not only my pleasure i'm sure it's at least one other person if not many more pleasure to as well this has been a blessing um there's so much more that you know you have to give and i definitely want to be able to some kind of way piece that out so i don't wear you all down in one day but thank you for your time thank you for you know your essence being here and gracing us there's a lot to learn and you are a real story you are a true story you are a true gem and i am thankful to have you in in my life i'm thankful to know you and please anytime you already know it never time may podcast. i say something got it go ahead may I say something my pleasure yeah just told your audience to know i am 67 years old and then uh two months three months three months i'll be 68 okay wow you know what that means you just got a great wisdom as an elder as a man as a brother as a mentor that you can totally give and we can all learn from each other so it's been a blessing and um i will definitely reach out and talk to you soon thank you again so much greatly appreciate it everybody thank you for your support 
Never Tired Podcast with Deshaun Bay. Today with my special, special guest, RJ. RJ. You're going to learn See? more from him. This is a beautiful and a beautiful time. <laughs> and I appreciate it. You guys all enjoy. Have a wonderful night. Bye-bye. Or day. <laughs> Bye. Love of the podcast, my brothers. Keep it up. Welcome to Deshaun Bay's Never Tired Podcast. Yay! Welcome to Deshaun Bay's Never Tired Podcast.